Hello, everybody. Welcome to Jumping in an Elevator, the podcast where I, Mike, full stop, end of sentence, move on. We've moved past that. That point in time is now history. We're living in the present, which was the past's future. Special hello to Savannah. Thank you for being one of my top tier patrons. And my wish for you is that you've paid your car registration if you're a driver. And if you're not a driver, I hope that your travel card is topped up. Mayhaps something happened and someone's accidentally paying for it. They found your card and they're like, this is mine now. And they messed up the numbers or some kind of thing happened. Very Hollywood, you know, very Hollywood vibes. And now they're paying for your existence on the public transport system. So that's cute. I love that for you. Um, how's everyone doing? Yeah. Oh, so true. I second that. Um, personally, <laughs> the reason why there wasn't an episode last week is because I fell into a little bit of a hole. Actually, funny story about that, falling into a hole, because as you know, I famously uh, went for a run about two months ago and I ran into a hole. Like I literally stepped in a hole and I was catching up with a friend and he was like, oh, how have you been? I was like, yeah, pretty good. I uh, wanted to get back into running, but you know, I fell into a hole and it's been kind of hard since then. And he thought I meant like, falling into a hole like emotionally mentally you know like well-being wise and he was like oh are you doing better now are you feeling better now I was like no I, I physically literally fell into a hole like I was running wasn't looking where I was going because I was saying thank you to someone who stopped their vehicle for me and then I ran into a hole pothole exactly um yeah so last week I was not having a good time I think that's a good way of putting it. I did actually record a podcast, but it was very like, when I was like watching it the next day while I was editing, I was like, this is not the vibes. It was just me being like, like, shut up, you know? So I'm over that now. It definitely coincided with lockdown because um, it was like stage four lockdown in Melbourne, which was cute and fun and fresh. Also on the menu today, we have an iced marker with oat milk. Let me take a sip real quick. So I've told you before, I think, about how there was one lady who puts like so much chocolate into it and she's bestie. There was a different guy made it today and he did a good job. I would say like he was kind of in between the lady who puts a lot of chocolate in there and the lady who puts like no chocolate in there. He put about middle range, but it cost a lot, like more than usual, but I didn't want to say anything. So I was like, hello, support small business. Exactly. Exactly. So yes. I was in lockdown for the last couple of weeks and then my mental health wasn't great. Um, I actually nearly quit YouTube. Oh yeah, hmm, that happened. I had this like elaborate plan about how I was going to quit YouTube. But then I woke up a couple of days later and I was like, oh, actually I'm fine. Like this is fine. This is arguably better than it has been. The more long form ones that I've been doing, I am really enjoying making them. They do take longer. So it's like probably 10 to 14 days per video so there's less of them but I feel like they're better and you know what maybe I deserve a I was gonna say an Oscar but I don't think Oscars do like documentaries is that the it's not the Emmys it's not the Grammys no it's the Emmys ew why doesn't Emmy sound like not as like important as a Grammy or an Oscar someone give me the Tony I say or a streamy the collapse if I got a streamy can you imagine my streamies era. 
I mean, I am a commentary channel now, I guess, because I'm doing that pop culture deep dive moment. So maybe they need to watch their backs. Ugh. Disgusting. Anyway, so as part of me recording that flop episode of the podcast last week, as I was planning this one, I was like, came up with some really good ideas. And I was like, oh, that's going to be such a banger episode. But now I'm like, I could turn that into a main channel video and it would be excellent. So that's happened twice. Do I say what the ideas are? I feel like I mention this like every podcast episode about how I think people copy me. I probably sound delusional, but I'm not going to say what the idea is. But I'm just going to say one involves gaming and one involves... Did I write the other one down? Ah, music. So gaming and music. I don't know which one we're going to do first. But, um, I mean, okay, basically one... I'm not going to say one of them because it's very niche, very specific. But the other one is K-pop and I'd love to do a video on K-pop. I'm just not sure what angle to go in on with the K-pop discussion. So when I know, you'll know. So that's fun. Um, and then while I was just like, have not, a uh, not so great time in lockdown, I watched Mission Impossible. It's true. Again, had to get on the record and just confirm that I did watch all the Mission Impossible movies. Actually, that's a lie. I didn't watch all of them because, okay, here's a pet peeve. In this economy, these movie franchises that put some of the installments onto a streaming service and not the other ones. What the fuck is that about? That's like when Pretty Little Liars seasons one to five were on Netflix and then like season six. This is when it was like season six. What? How many seasons are there? Seven, right? Season seven was airing. They had one to five on Netflix and season six was just nowhere. And it was like, (laughs) so what now? Yeah, that. So it's like Mission Impossible one, two, three, and four were on Stan which I think is just an Australian thing, like an Australian streaming service. I like Stan. They've got good stuff on there. They have like all the Drag Race installments, except for All Stars 6. Is it 6 or 4? How many All Stars are there? 6. Drag Race All Stars 6 with Jan. Because that's like WoW Presents Plus exclusive? Or is it... No, it's that Paramount Plus exclusive. That is just the cinematic universe. Why would you make WoW Presents Plus if WoW's biggest thing is Drag Race and then not put All Stars 6 on WoW Presents Plus? But then put it on Paramount Plus? The money-making tactics? Far too much. Far too extreme, if you ask me. Um, Anyway, so I was watching Mission Impossible and I watched the four that were available. I have seen them all. And I love, 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 love the last one, which is Fallout, the one with Henry Cavill, when he, like, famously um, reloads his fists. Like, he's standing there in the bathroom, and he goes, like, and it reloads his fists. That's camp, arguably. That's a good movie. And I would say, okay, I would like to make a statement about action movies. (laughs) Listen carefully. I think there is so much value in an action movie in which you suspend disbelief and just enjoy it because sometimes I'm one of those bitches. I am one of those bitches full stop. End of the episode. No, I'm one of those bitches where I watch a movie or a TV show and I'm like, this is obscenely stupid. Like the 
the action scenes don't make sense. The hacking scenes don't make sense. This is so annoying. And I think that was more so when I was studying engineering, actually, because I was like, I kind of know how this shit would work. And then just like not obeying the laws of physics. But now I really enjoy stupid shit. And like, there's just something so nice about knowing that it's ridiculous and stupid and like still enjoying it anyway. Like, oh, bitch, I love a laser. I love a laser. I love a cinematic laser. Hollywood loves a laser. Tom Cruise loves a laser. We all love lasers. And I did my thesis on lasers. So I know a lot about lasers and the way they use lasers is wrong and they're wrong for that. But it's fun when Tom Cruise is like dangling down a shaft and there's lasers that are going to burn him. Mm, aesthetics. Laser core. That's the next like big thing. You know, you had cottage core, Y2K. Uh, what's the thing that's happening now? Actually, just on Y2K, low rise jeans. Don't do it. Don't do it. Low rise jeans is just, it's just, no. Low rise jeans are made for like 0.001% of the population. If you got a sample space of 10,000 people, one person could wear them successfully. Low rise jeans are evil. I have so many thoughts about low rise jeans. I love Y2K aesthetic. I don't like low rise jeans. It's just wrong. They're just wrong. And then you see one person that looks good in them. And you're like, oh, this could be good. No, no. I'm very much enjoying baggy clothes, baggy clothes, big oversized things, skater. Yeah, I said it before and I'll say it again. I'm in my skater era without having known how to skate. And I think that's fine. Arguably, Carly Kloss approved camp, arguably. It's up for debate. Feel free to debate it with me. Um, I actually saw a TikTok about a skater dad, like skater dads, and I liked it. And now TikTok's like, here's all this skater dad content. I'm like, how did I get here? Like, what is going on? I liked one TikTok and now there's like suddenly all these old men skateboarding. Which I mean, good for them. And that could be my journey. Maybe TikTok does predict the future. Who knows? Um, why am I talking about skater dads? Sorry. Let's backtrack. Skater dads, TikTok. Oh, baggy, Y2K, low rise jeans, skater core, 2000s, ridiculous things, Mission Impossible. Okay, we made it back. Um, I would say Mission Impossible franchise is one of those kind of comfort things for me. The things that I watch if I'm just like not feeling great or if I just want to watch something that I know I'll enjoy. Mission Impossible franchise, Pretty Little Liars, Lost. What else? Like these are things that I have watched many times before, but I know that I'll enjoy it. Um, and like, you know, big feature films like Christopher Nolan stuff or anything with a Hans Zimmer score. The besties, the girls. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... I would like to give you a little bit of discourse about Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, 4. Mission Impossible 1. The start of Mission Impossible 1. Something shifted. Something shifted. I'm telling you. If you haven't seen Mission Impossible 1, I would recommend it. The start of it. Like, don't read anything. Don't watch any trailers. Just go into it. The first, I think it's maybe 15 to 20 minutes. There's like a mission. And then what happens in that mission and then what happens after that mission, it's such a good start to a movie. I would say it's like probably one of my favorite starts to a movie. 
It's so good. Ugh. And like, even in terms of technology, like, yes, it's ridiculous. But again, if you just suspend disbelief before you go into it, it's a lot of fun. And the movie's like 1994, so 27 years? Hmm. <laughs> That's getting on, isn't it? Yeah, but like it stands up. Like it's pretty good in terms of technology stuff. So I would say Mission Impossible 1 is a solid 7.5 to 8 out of 10. Mission Impossible 2, garbage, garbage, garbage. You look like a garbage, what does he say? Garbage rat. Garbage rat. I love that TikTok audio. Um, yeah, shit, disgraceful, so bad. It hurt to watch it as a Mission Impossible fan. Mission Impossible 2 sucks and it's set in Australia, which hurts even more that it's so bad and set in Australia. It makes it feel like the reason why it's so bad is because it's set in Australia. And it's always a bloody bioweapon. Why is it always a bioweapon? Let's do something else, you know? Uh, so it's shit. One out of ten. Mission Impossible 3. Wait, Mission Impossible 2, we had Tom Cruise with long hair. Mission Impossible 1 is Tom Cruise short hair. Mission Impossible 4 is Tom Cruise long hair. I think Mission Impossible 3 is Tom Cruise short hair. Maybe the hair indicates a different universe in the multiverse. Up for debate again. Feel free to debate it with me. Um, also, I... Okay, by no means do I support whatever Tom Cruise does in real life. I like him in these movies. I think he's a good actor in the Mission Impossible movies. I can't think of another movie that he's in besides Mission Impossible movies, but I like him in these movies. And for some reason, on the internet, people think that if you say you like this actor in this role, that means you support everything they do in real life. No, I'm saying I like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. I don't like him as a person, whatever he's doing... Everyone calm down. That's the moral of the story. Everyone calm down. Oh, I think everyone does need to calm down at the end of the day. Just in general. Oh, whoa. now I'm on a roll thinking about how I saw this TikTok of this girl saying that Emma Chamberlain is just the worst person in the world. Sorry. Just hide user on YouTube and just don't watch her videos if you're that pressed. Like, it's weird. Like, this person's making free content for you and you are going out of your way to make nasty shit about them on the internet. Just don't watch it. You're not paying for this in any way. So it's like you're not at an inconvenience by not engaging with the content. It's like you're paying for something and you don't like the content that you're paying for. You're not paying for it. Shut up. So basically, yeah. Anyway, back to Mission Impossible. Number three. Um, I can't exactly place what happens in number three. Oh, no, we have the girl with the, the plant in the brain, you know, the vibes. Um, and the wife, the wife is in the third one. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it too. He's a good villain. He's, he was such a good villain. Like his acting roles where he was playing the bad guy. Uh, Chun-Li tease. He was really good in those roles. He was good in that movie. Mission Impossible 3, I would say like a six and a half out of ten. Six to six and a half. Mission Impossible 4. <sighs> the girls did what they needed to do on that, I would say. If you're not familiar, Mission Impossible 4 is the one that involves Dubai. So you might remember Sandstorm vibes. You might remember uh, that French lady, that French actress that always plays French lady. Do you know what I mean? Like she's always 
cast as French lady, first and foremost. And then secondly, she has some kind of role. But her main thing is being French lady. Her name's like Leah... Oh, is it like Leah... Leah Sit... I can't remember. But if you just look up French lady actress, I think she'll come up. She's in the Bond movies as well. The most recent ones as French lady. And then she has personality as well. But first and foremost, French lady. Um, She's great. Love her. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to French lady. Shout out to the French ladies. French ladies, how are you doing? That reminds me of this one lady on TikTok that I saw who um, was like giving her outfit. She'd be like, this, buy this, this, buy this. And I paired this with this because this. And it's all in French. And just the way that she was saying like the designer names, I screamed and I followed because of that. Yeah. It was a good decision on my behalf, I would say. Arguably camp. Arguably. Not saying it is. That's my new favourite thing, saying arguably. Because then if it's not, people can't get mad at me. If I'm misusing the term, people can't get mad at me because I'm saying arguably. Let me sip this latte. Back to Mission Impossible 4. So, we've got Dubai. We've got Jeremy Renner, who was in my video for last week. Which was such a good video. Let's just... If you haven't seen it, go and see it. Mission Impossible 4 and also my video about celebrity apps. It was a banger. It was a banger. Let's not pretend that it wasn't. And then the funny man. The funny man who's in the zombie movie. The funny man who made the zombie movie. The bold funny man who's in the zombie movie. His name involves a a P. Hang on. Typing ASMR Mission Impossible 4 cast. Simon Pegg. No, I was right. And my favorite thing about the movie is this one scene or collection of scenes, sequence, if you will, where they're trying to stage this fake meeting. So that you have these two villain type characters and the two villain type characters are going to be exchanging information. So it's like nuclear codes, very classic action movie. Um, so one has nuclear codes and one has the money to pay for the information and they have never met each other before so what the team of girl bosses did they rent out two floors on the Burj Khalifa and they fit out both floors to look like the same floor and then they get one of the team to stage the meeting on one floor and the other person to stage the meeting on the second floor and they make the fake meeting to get the codes and also take the diamonds. It's it's so good. It's so fucking good. And like Tom Cruise, like running around the building, sandstorm arrives. Someone gets kicked out a window. So good. Ugh. And I would say you can tell how good a Mission Impossible movie is by how much running there is. And there is an obscene amount of running in the Dubai sequence. So that's how you know it's good. So, Overall, Mission Impossible 4 is the best one. Second best one from memory is Mission Impossible 6. Then maybe Mission Impossible 1. Then 5. Then 3. Then 2. 2 is by far the worst one. If you just went through and skipped 2, you would win. Congratulations. So yeah, I want to watch 5 and 6 again. Can't find anywhere to watch them. It's telling me I have to buy them. I will not. I'll just wait until I go back on streaming. Also, what else have I been watching? Uh, Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Fantastic. You know how I came across Killing Eve? Because I remember um, 
one of the YouTube besties, Eve Cornwell, she went to the launch event for Killing Eve. And I remember being like, oh, that sounds like an interesting show. And then I started watching it. And it's fucking fantastic. And then I watched season one and season two. And I kind of took a break because I couldn't find season three anywhere online. But then it got added to Stan again. And uh, I watched it the other day. And it's fuck, it's so good. Like, I love a show that isn't afraid to kill off main characters. That's not a spoiler. It's an implication. So if you haven't watched Killing Eve, I would highly suggest it. Also, like, it's, um, it's different in the sense that it's like queer but it's not tragic like them being like flirty with each other is not like oh my gosh they can't they can't these two women they can't fall in love like it's not like that it's just like that's part of the character but it's not everything about the characters which i love about um killing eve and just the plot is really good the characters are really good and also like Okay, one of the things I don't like about action movies and TV shows is when the villain is, like, Russian or the villain is, like, Eastern European and it's, like, very stereotypical, blah, 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 blah. What I like about Killing Eve is there's actually a lot of characters that are Russian and some of them are bad but some of them are good and some of them, like, blur the lines between bad and good. And it kind of gets to the point where them being from Russia doesn't mean they're bad. It just means they might know some bad people doesn't mean they, they themselves are like villains. So I like that. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, shout out to Sandra O oh and Jodie Comer. I'm such, I'm a Sandra O oh fan. Put that on the record. It's true. If I ever get the chance to interview Sandra O, oh, Sandra O, oh, if you're listening, feel free to hit me up and we can have a little chat about your projects. Big fan. Big, 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 big fan. Hi, sorry, I'm back. You probably don't even know that I went anywhere. But I could smell dog. And I was like, why do I smell like dog? And I don't smell like dog. But then I don't know where the smell of the dog's coming from. Because my neighbor's dog doesn't smell like dog. Not even convinced the neighbor's dog is real at this point. The dog never barks. Which is probably like good dog behavior. But hello, you're allowed to bark once. I've only ever seen the dog when it's on a walk. Does not make a noise. Could be a stuffed dog with like motor legs. It's possible. Also, I bought new shoes. Hang on, let me just show these. I bought white Air Force Ones and I feel like a Bratz doll. Honestly, anything that I wear with these, I feel like a Bratz doll and it's taking everything, like every ounce of willpower that I can muster to not draw on these. I want to draw on them so bad. Like, I'm imagining a flame. A flame would be cute. Don't enable me. I'm not going to draw on the white Air Force Ones. I'm not going to do it. I've been conditioned by the trending tab on YouTube where there's that one guy, I don't know what his name is, he's American, and he draws on shit and then gives it to Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> he doesn't give everything to Charlie D'Amelio, but that's the kind of vibes. Like, he buys an iPad and draws on the back of the iPad and gives it to Charlie. And it gets 10 trillion views. Yeah. That makes so much money. Oh my God. Just, yeah. It blows my mind every single time that I go on the trending tab and I see how many views that some of these people are consistently getting on long videos. They're gonna, they make so much money. 
Money, 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 dun dun. Must be funny, dun dun. Abba understood the assignment, handed in their essay, and got 100% full marks A+. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay, so before my train of thought was tragically derailed by the smell of dog, I was talking about Killing Eve. I was talking about Mission Impossible. I was giving a recap of what has happened the last couple of weeks. Great. Also, someone described me as punk last week, and I have not stopped thinking about it. Like, they said, you kind of give me punk vibes. Like, you remind me of, like, punk. And I'm like, am I punk? I'm not punk. Let's Google. Define punk. Let's see what Google has to say. Oh, a usually petty gangster. Sorry? Am I a petty gangster? Before I forget, I just wanted to mention, if you have kind of topics that you think would be good for me to discuss on the podcast feel free to comment them or send them to me on instagram sometimes i'm like what do the people want also if you want like an advice type episode i would be down to do one of those so let me know if you think that's a good idea um yeah because it's actually one of the things that while i was not having a good time upstairs i was just thinking like i (laughs) Sometimes struggle to come up with ideas that I actually like and want to talk about. Especially with the main channel. Part of that pivot into making that more commentary-based content as opposed to traditional funny man vibes was that, like, sometimes... Wait, to quote Dixie D'Amelio, sometimes I don't want to be happy. So bloody true. She ate that up. No crumbs. Zero crumbs. Couldn't find a trace of crumb, singular or plural. Um... Actually, crumb can be singular or plural because when you go somewhere and they're like, with pistachio crumb, that implies more than one crumb. Why is there a child screaming in my vicinity? Sick and twisted. Anyway, so yeah, sometimes I'm like, I don't really feel like laughing obscenely and I can't really muster that right now, but I can talk about Kim Kardashian's app 100%. So yeah, that's part of the pivot into commentary videos. Um, but yes, if you have ideas for podcast topics, let me know. Always happy to hear from you all. Um, actually last time I asked for input from the squad, it was like, what anime character do you think I look like? And then I went through some suggestions and I was like, this was a mistake. I have been attacked in the DMs. It goes down in the DMs. Actually, you know what? I want to look up down in the DMs lyrics. Down in the D oh in the DMs lyrics. Nikki. Nikki's new era starting soon. Fuck you mean. Fuck your little memes. Even Queen B had to tell him I'm the queen. Check the D. Blessed indeed. The executive produced bitch rest in peace. Yeah. He said, Kylie, what's good? I said, Miley, what's good? I said, could you pay my bills like O'Reilly, what's good? I just sit back and observe all these that I done curved. If it go down in the DM, then baby boy, you lucky because 99.9% of these fuck boys can't fuck me. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Um, also, another thing that I didn't lock down 
uh, started writing some bars. Yeah. <laughs> I heard like this one track on the YouTube studio music thing, royalty free music. And I was like, Doom, 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 doom. and I was like, oh, I could write some bars for this. So I sat down on my couch and was like, writing some bars. So if I drop a single, mind your business and also stream it. Let me this latte again. Um, also, another question for the squad. If you are watching YouTube, right? What kind of content are you watching and has that changed since, let's say, this time last year? Because I was thinking about it and a lot of big YouTubers are kind of pivoting more into long-form content less often, kind of similar to what I'm doing. Don't just call myself a big YouTuber. I don't think I'm a big YouTuber. I think big YouTubers like over a million. But you know what I mean? Um... Or like they post less frequently and they're starting to like go into more not necessarily traditional pathways, but they aren't working on other projects. Like I would say my one of my favorite YouTubers is Larray and he is definitely posting less than he was, but I think he's doing something with Netflix. Um, I would say the only person that's kind of still really consistent in that space is Emma Chamberlain. And, like, of course, I watch, like, Drew, Danny, Curtis. And they're actually all pretty consistent. But I would say they are posting less frequently, but longer videos. I think I seem to remember that Drew and Curtis put out videos that were, like, nearly 40 minutes long. Yeah. But the thing with their content is, like, it's so good that it doesn't feel like 40 minutes. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do with my stuff. Like, I don't think I'm anywhere near as funny as them <laughs> at all. They're like stand-up comedians, and I don't think I could do that. Um, but yeah, I like how engaging their content is. So that's kind of one of the things I'm trying to pick up from them. Dan in the DM is going to be stuck in my head until at least Wednesday vibes. Which is a solid few days away. Exactly. Um, I would like to end this episode of the podcast by discussing something that popped into my brain while I was watching Mission Impossible 4. Mr. Cruz was cruising in some kind of BMW convertible that got destroyed on a bridge, of course, as always. And I was just thinking, what kind of car am I? And I think I've come to the conclusion that I am a souped up Mini Cooper. Think a Mini Cooper that has been refurbished with a V10 engine. Maybe even a racing stripe. Interiors, white leather with red trim and a Rolls Royce logo. Against all rules. Like I can't do it. Rolls Royce said you can't do that and I did it anyway. That kind of vibe. And I love to think about uh, celebrities and like what kind of cars they would drive not as in like this rich person drives rich person car like I think Lord drives a Toyota Yaris yeah it's a reliable car the vibes are right I would say for Lord to drive a Toyota Yaris I would say a white Toyota Yaris 
and maybe a fun bumper sticker, maybe. Or like Billie Eilish, I feel like she drives an old car that's been like redone to be very fancy, very expensive, you know, like a 1960s level car. And it's just like really, really done up nice. That sounds about right. Um, You know, Justin Bieber drives a 2002 sedan and it's old. Like it's not done up nice, but he drives it anyway. You know? Um, What's another example? What kind of car does Chris Evans drive? I think Chris Evans drives a fire truck and I will not elaborate on that further. Um, And then it's like, what kind of car does Kylie Minogue drive? I think Kylie Minogue gets around an electric scooter. It makes sense. Stream her remix of... Was it Born This Way? No. Bloody Mary? No. I can't remember. Oh my God. She did a song on the Born This Way reimagined album and it came out on Friday and it was really good. Even though I can't remember what song it was. This is a sick and arguably twisted. Um, but yeah. Who's another celebrity? The way that I'm trying to think of a single celebrity and I can't think of one. Lady Gaga. The only celebrity. Don't talk to me. I missed record store day. Yellow vinyl. And I'm mad about it. It's, a, it's very upsetting. I can't believe I missed the yellow vinyl. I'll have to buy it from some person reselling it for 300 times the price. Anyway, I think Lady Gaga drives um, the Batmobile. And if you really think about it, that makes sense. Why did they not cast Lady Gaga in the Batman movie? They cast Robert Pattinson, right? When they could have... Lady Gaga was right there. But she was actually filming the Gucci movie. Every time I think of Gucci, I think of Gucci. Which is around the time that Gucci was very popular among, like, American YouTubers that were wearing, like, Gucci tracksuits everywhere and that kind of shit. And then this meme of Gru from, um... I was going to say Mission Impossible... No, Despicable Me. Him wearing Gucci, and it was called Gucci. And that's all I think about now. When I think of Gucci, I just think of Gucci. Shout out to Despicable Me. Maybe that will be the next thing I rewatch. There's just so much content to consume. Yeah. Shout out to the movie industry and animation. Shout out to animation. When's my voiceover era? That's something to discuss in the next episode. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. I know it was a ramble, but that's what I needed at this point in time. Um, I just need to get like back into it, get used to sitting down in front of this camera ugh, and just talking at length about something stupid. So thank you for listening. And I will talk to you all soon. Peace out. Bye.